across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. Headline reads, forgive FW de Klerk, Gauteng DA leader John Moody tells South Africa. Gauteng DA leader and federal leader candidate John Moody says calls for President FW de Klerk be stripped off his Nobel Peace Prize are a step too far. Modi also called on South Africans to forgive the embattled former statesman. De Klerk faced a renewed wave of criticism recently after he told SABC News that apartheid was not a crime against humanity. Speaking through his foundation, De Klerk later retracted the statement and apologized, and I quote, for the confusion, anger, and hurt that it has caused. Full stop, close quote. It also agreed that apartheid was indeed a crime against humanity as defined by the United Nations. Joining us now on the line is DA leader and federal leader candidate, John Moody. John Moody, good evening to you, and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Good evening to you and to the listeners. Voyo Zongula, president of the African Transformation Movement, the ATM, is also joining us on the line. Good evening to you, sir, and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Thank you, and greetings to the listeners. Let's begin with uh, Mr. Moody. So, you're saying... People, South Africans, must forgive. Explain why. Well, I believe that we are forgiving people. You know, as an individual who has suffered under the apartheid regime, I believe that um, F.W. declared, together with Nelson Mandela, uh, took the very brave step to communicate with each other and to deliberate and to negotiate about bringing about a peaceful resolution to the state of affairs at that particular time, that critical time in the history of our country, where bloodshed could have continued and um, the the revolution uh, continued to be pursued as well. And um, I believe that these two visionary statesmen and leaders did the brave thing and the correct thing by getting together, um, communicating, negotiating and bringing about a peaceful, relatively peaceful new South Africa um, by bringing resolution and an end to um, the struggle. And I furthermore believe that when we went through the Truth and Reconciliation Commission processes, we as South Africans did it so that we could find closure to our bad past past, and uh, to be able to to, to find each other through that gift of forgiveness. And many um, of these perpetrators of heinous crimes um, against humanity from both sides, and it was found um, that it is worthy to give them pardon um, and more than anything else um, for them to be forgiven, and especially to be forgiven by families that had suffered the loss of loved ones um, under some in some some instances very cruel and inhumane um, circumstances, so I believe generally speaking that we as South Africans are, are a forgiving nation, and uh, it is for that reason that um, I make the the, the, the plea that forgive um, the clerk's transgression last week. I am one of those who called him to order. Um, and demanded an apology and the retraction of the um, statement that he made. He has done so. And um, therefore, I believe that 
stripping him of, or the claim or the call to strip him of the uh, Nobel uh, Peace Prize that he has received is a step too far. Okay. We do have Vuyo Zungula, who is the president of the African Transformation Movement. Let's hear that view. Mr. Zungula, your take. Um, look, as a country, we come from a very painful past. And if you were to look at what transpired early in the 90s, where the country was in the brink of civil war, you would understand the sacrifices that were made by our leaders back then. But if you were to look at 2020 and the kinds of problems that are facing in 2020, we cannot be having such uh, a bad and insensitive reminder about our painful past by regarding apartheid as if it was not a crime against humanity, whereas black people were treated in the most inhuman way. Therefore, and if you look even at the apology from the uh, declared foundation, he made those statements on an interview where he spoke, but later on when an apology is done, he's not even taking responsibility and is not even taking ownership of his mistakes by publicly himself speaking to the public and saying, I've made a mistake, therefore I apologize. He outsources the apology to his foundation, whereas he should be the one that is leading the charge, showing remorse. It's something that he hasn't done currently whereby he shows remorse. Therefore, the problem that we face as a country is that um, we are too quick to ask for to ask for people to forgive, whereas we do not look at the people who have caused the pain. If firstly they've shown remorse, secondly they've asked for forgiveness. So that is what we are saying as the ATM that declared should have led the charge in terms of making sure he shows remorse and he asks for forgiveness himself. There's no need for any DA leader or any political party to ask for um, declared to be forgiven. He should be the one declared himself that is showing understanding of the pain that has caused the nation by lead by, by asking for an apology himself. Okay. When you say outsource, surely you do understand outsource does not apply in a context where his foundation under his directive is doing the job. That's literally insourcing. Look, Naya, the interview, it was the clerk that was speaking. Now, surely the least he could have done is to call a press conference and apologize, not issue a statement or communicate via his foundation because the utterances that were made were not made via a foundation. It was made directly by himself personally. Why is he not speaking personally on the issue of an apology as well as a retraction? Why is he asking his foundation to speak on his behalf? So that is what we are saying as the ATM is that because he is not showing remorse, he does not see the magnitude of the pain that is caused the nation. That is why he delegates this task to his foundation instead of owning up to his mistake. If indeed he believes it was a mistake, there's a great um, possibility that himself he does not believe it was a mistake. Perhaps he's only apologizing because um, there's an outrage. That is why it's a weak apology, a weak retraction. It is not something that he would openly apologize, sit down um, in front of the cameras where the entire nation is, is watching, and he apologizes.
All right. By the way, the lines are open. 0891 Before I get a stab on it, I want to read some texts that have come through on this very issue. Um, one text reads, uh, Bungane, let us forgive the old man and consider the age under one condition. No more media coverage for him. Benny Lower Cross Road. That's one text. Another text reads, uh, that was then... Uh, and this is now what de Klerk said was imbecilic and small-minded and damaging. That's de jerk, okay? As in D-E-J-E-R-K. I'm just reading it as it is. Another one reads, uh, how do you forgive someone who never asked for forgiveness? De Klerk never called a press conference and apologized for saying that he doesn't agree that apartheid was a crime against humanity. It is not enough that his foundation retracted their statement. This is the problem with some whites who are racists. They expect black people to move on without them playing their part. And I blame the ANC for this. This person did not tell us what his or her name is. Another text reads, Bungana, please ask him... Can he forgive Jacob Zuma? And asking for what? He replies, for his alleged crimes. I want to check something from the DA member there. All right. Let's uh, give our guest, Mr. Mood, an opportunity to respond. You heard the text messages coming through on our WhatsApp text. Your response. You know, I I hear what um, my colleague says um, about um, the clerk himself in person. Um, having to apologize. Um, the fact that through his, and initially my reaction was that, you know, why is he having his, his foundation um, do the apology on, on, on his behalf? So I understand that argument. At the end of the day, the foundation is in his voice piece, and, and that is how I, that's how I reason it. And um, they have done the necessary on his behalf and on his behest. And, you know, I'm one of those individuals, as I said earlier on, who knows what it was like to live under an apartheid regime. Um, he is an elderly statesman. Um, there is, there has been some, there has been remorse shown and there has been a retraction of, of of the statement. But Mr. Moody, the so remorse is alleged not to be coming from him. I beg your pardon? The remorse is alleged not to be coming from him, but through his uh, foundation. And the, the argument yeah, is it should be yeah. him who's supposed to be demonstrating that remorse. Yeah, I, I, I hear that argument. Um, but from where I stand, you know, his foundation has done the necessary on his behalf and his base. And it you know, and and perhaps the the, uh, the former president should uh, come out and 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 make a public um, um, apology as well. But at this stage, we from him, I'm standing. Um, I believe that my calling him out and 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 demanding an apology and a retraction, um, I'm satisfied with with uh, with what has been done by his foundation on his behalf. All right, and and. Yeah. So, but the call, as I was saying, for him to be stripped of his 
of, of the Nobel Peace Prize is, is a step way too far. We'll talk about that in a short while, but why don't, we, why don't you respond to the text message that says he never asked for forgiveness. At no point, even in his statement, does he ask for forgiveness. Why do you ask for forgiveness on his behalf and that he never asked for forgiveness? Well, you know, I go by my my faith um, and, you know, the, my daily prayer has taught by um, my Creator. Forgive me my trespasses as I forgive those who trespass against me. It is from that basis that I have asked that he be um, forgiven and um, for his transgression, as painful as what it is to all of us. And I'm not going to allow an individual such as himself uh, to continue to capture me and my soul. Um, the retraction has been done on his behalf by his foundation, and I believe that, um, you know, from my side, that has, 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 has set me at ease. And as I was indicating earlier on, it's a matter of let us also recognize the fact that he had played a very important role in bringing about the new South Africa that we have and in stopping the bloodshed that uh, was taking place at that very critical time before um, the peace as such talks uh, uh, took place. All right. And the text message that asked, um, are you willing to forgive uh, the crimes, alleged crimes committed by Jacob Zuma? Which alleged crime did Jacob Zuma commit against right. humanity? No. Um, His you, crime, Jacob no. Zuma's crime, is one crime. Apartheid was a was a heinous crime and a sin against humanity, and that is what even uh, internationally was proclaimed. And Mr. Modi, I I I really wish really you could uh, respond differently. Hold on, hold yeah. on, Mr. Modi. The, the yeah. question this says, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want you to listen to the question. This person writes, Bungana, please ask him, can he forgive Jacob Zuma for his alleged crimes? I want to check something from the DA member there. And your response is? He needs to face his, his day in court. Okay. And we will then, um, I will then assess the situation. It is not for me to judge anybody as yet correctly indicated alleged crimes. So let him face his day in court and let him be found guilty or not guilty and you take it from me. Why are you not prepared to forgive this one and forgive oh, the what other? Should I forgive him? It is already said that it is alleged crimes. Has any crime been proven against Jacob Zuma? There is no crime that has been proven against... Uh, exactly. So what should I be forgiving? The same thing, Mr. Moody, that there is no crime no, that has the been... the same thing. Please pay attention. There has not been any crime that has been for, uh, uh, preferred or proven against Mr. de Klerk either. Mr. de Klerk defended apartheid. Mr. Moody, Please statement. Last is, week, is yes. there a crime that has been proven against Mr. de Klerk? There is a crime of apartheid and he was defending a, a, a system. I want you to answer the question, sir. Has I'm there been the question. I'm not going to Has there been a, a... Is there a court that set that convicted Mr. de Klerk of a crime? There's no court that convicted Mr. de Klerk from a crime, but the fact of the matter is here that de Klerk made a statement last week that... 
Both of these characters, Mr. Moody, have been accused of something, and I'm asking you, you from this. Can you forgive both? Just, I'll, I'll give you an opportunity to respond. Hashtag SAFM Headspace. Welcome back, and thank you very much for sticking around. We had to take that, that, that break there. Mr. Moody, you were still responding before we got cut off to the break. Go ahead, your response. My response was this to your question. Was a crime? Did the crowd commit the crime? The crowd the the in his statement last week offended me by that statement and many millions of other South Africans by indicating and making the statement that apartheid wasn't a crime against humanity. Those of us who suffered under apartheid know that it wasn't just a crime, it was a sin. And it is for that that I'm asking um, that I have forgiven him um, because he has, through his foundation, shown restitution in a sense um, and has been contract um, and withdrawn his statement. And you've asked me a question about Jacob Zuma. Jacob Zuma hasn't been convicted of any crime. And there has been no crime, um, as, as you were saying, uh, 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 perpetrated by the clerk. But the statement that he made is what is being, what I am forgiving. All right. So you're directly and intentionally refusing to respond to the question. No respect. No, that. sir, that's your I'm choice. Not giving you the answer that I understand. You want. I, that's fine. That's fine. But remember, I had asked a question. You did not respond to it. You had responded to your own. But I'll respect the fact that that's your choice. You've made that resolve. I want to take some calls for you, gentlemen. Let's go to Anonymous first. Go ahead, Anonymous. One minute, please. Okay, I just want to bring to your notice that you know I've heard the conversation or the interview between Mr. Dick Clark and his interviewer, and I just want to say uh, that you know I, he he wasn't understanding. I didn't think he understood the question very well because he's Afrikaans speaking, and he asked the question once, and he answered the question after thinking for a few minutes before he answered the question. So I don't know whether we should ask the question twice or maybe ask him the question in his mother tongue which he speaks uh, most often than speaking in English, because uh, he, was, uh, uh, he was thinking and thinking and thinking, and then he answered the question, if you listen to the interview properly. Yeah, I even watched the interview from beginning to end from Manilisa Dubas, and quite frankly, uh, the precursory statements leading to up to that one uh, would prove you otherwise. I, I'd urge you to go to YouTube and watch it for yourself. It's publicly available on the uh, the, the channel, the SABC News channel there. Uh, but I hear your point. Perhaps he needs to be asked in Afrikaans. Thank you very much, Anonymous. Thank you. I hear Thanks. you. Let's go to Magdalene in Bloemfontein. Good evening, Magdalene. <phone rings> Magdalene, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Can yes, you hear me? I can now. Go ahead, ma'am. Okay, thank you very much. I long cannot hear, not talking to you. Yes. Uh, and I, yes, ma'am. There is something that uh, I'm a public manager by profession, eh? Okay. And I did political science in master's level. So there is something that I analyzed from Mr. Dittrich's talk or the message. What I analyzed, this is my anal- analysis. What I analyzed is that he wants to send a message to us. He wants to say to us, he was a dedicated, a faithful, a trustworthy member of National Party. And he was carrying out 
which is he was executing the mandate of the constitution of national party by then. So he acts like a soldier, a real soldier, who says, even if you can kill me, I'm going to stand by my mission and my statement. So he's trying to say to us, let me Please stand up and wake up and do what you promised to your people. Be a good servant to your people. Stand up and serve your people. Why don't you do it even for the past 25 years, 26 years? You're still not doing what you, 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 you promised your people to do according to your constitution. Implement and apply your constitution. That is what I analyze from him. That is why he says he's not seeing it as a crime because he was doing what he was mandated to do. Yeah, to which his foundation apologized for. But I hear you. Thank you very much, Magdalene. Yes, yes, yes. So we, we need to stand up and do what we're supposed to do, not to be Mickey Mouse like we are Mickey Mouse now. Got it, got it. I hear you. Thank you very much, ma'am. Appreciate your calls. Go to Ntlantla and KZN. Ntlantla, good evening. Ntlantla? Hello. Yes, sir. Naya, how are you? Well, thank you, sir. How are you? I'm fine. Mm. With you, the utterance is a statement by former president and deputy president declared as a statement that showed that he, he was ignorant about what he was doing. And he didn't understand the international politics. Maybe it, it was because they were cocooned within the South African politics. And uh, I think South Africans should forgive him for ignorance. Now he has learned. He has attended parliament, which he never presided upon. The parliament where he was invited, whether by the speaker or by the ANC or whoever, has given him some practical lessons that he has never over the parliament that he has got all the races. And the parliament that was declared uh, 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 incorrect and uh, uh, as, as, as a crime against uh, humanity by the international community uh, is the parliament that we shall never approve of. And he was wrong. He must accept that thanks to the uh, foundation uh, that he has apologized on his behalf Maybe he's afraid even to meet uh, the South African... Have you forgotten that this was our former deputy president here in South Africa? In a democratic parliament, sir. Our first parliament was... uh, Had him as uh, the second deputy president alongside Tabum Vyelombek. Yes, but we did not do enough political education to educate them. So his invitation this time around was not his first stint at a democratic parliament? But uh, the, the political education to most of the, 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 the South Africans, including our own African black people, there are those who say they remember the previous regime. Africans, we talk to them, they say it was better during the apartheid days. They, they say like declared. That's why I'm saying some people are ignorant. They need to be taught okay. to be educated. They are doing very little. 
to educate our people, including declared. All right, and I got think it. We, must, we must pass on and focus on the future of this country. Move on, focus on the future. Got it. Thank you very much, Ntlant. Appreciate your call. Chuman, I can see you in Cape Town, but I have to go to the news. When I come back first, I'll give you Chuman to, to, to have your say, and then I'll give our guests the opportunity to respond to this. And I can see your WhatsApps and you, your voice notes and text. I'm not sure if we'll have the time during this slot because I have to let go of our guests. They agreed only to a short space of time. Do you permit me, Mr. Moody and Zungura, to go to the news and come back to you guys? It's fine. All right. Mr. Zungura, is that okay with you? That's fine. Yes. Thank you very much. appreciate your kindness, gentlemen. It's 11 o'clock. It's time for the final bulletin for today with Zoleka Kodash. Hashtag SAFM Headspace. Welcome back and thank you very much for sticking around. Thank you very much to Zolega Travel Safely. See you tomorrow. Thank you very much for the news. And by the way, in one of the stories, you must have heard the word of Kaman. He is on the line. He is also one of the people who marched against Mr. De Klerk. So we're going to go straight to him. And thank you very much to my guests, Mr. Moody and Zungula, for agreeing to stay on for just for a short while after the news. Let's go to Mr. Kumani, who is on the line now. First and foremost, do tell us what your march was about and your view. Go ahead, sir. Hello? Yes, go ahead, Kumani. Yes, thank you very much, Naye. Mm. Um, Naye, it's, it's worrying uh, the, the, the likes of the Democratic Alliance uh, coming out of the blue, uh, commenting on the issue of FWP lack without having mentioned a single or released a single statement in the past week since this thing has started. Now they want us to apologize. They are apologizing. They want us to forgive the lack. Let me move away from that. But what we must address now is very clear without confusion. When, 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 when you forgive people who ask for forgiveness, all right? Equally, you forgive people who are openly disclosing what happened, where, and why. Now, Mr. F.W. Clegg, there is no single event that he take responsibility of, he says, there and there, I gave instruction, so and so was killed. Therefore, I apologize for that. Okay? Now, in our archive, we have nothing of that sort. However, our leaders, with their foresight and wisdom, they've managed to have this, uh, have, have a transition negotiation. We have this democracy today. But as young people, We've got an ultimate right to revisit the crimes that were committed during apartheid time. Now, it is shallow for those who are today uh, uh, presiding over political parties to come around. They don't even know the families that uh, crimes were committed in Mtata, for example. Okay? It could have been me and you, Naya, in Mtata, mm. who were massacred by, by F.W. Declerc, by his instruction. And today, we are here. We are pretending as if we don't know what happened. Our people need closure. Part of that closure is an open, unqualified uh, apology, and that apology must come with a result of a open disclosure of why you did what you did and what happened, who was killed on your instruction. Today we hear people willy-nilly as and which they want. You know, they are forced to apologize. They don't apologize out of their own will. As young people, we are tired of this thing, and we've got the right to revisit these histories. And of course, we, we, we want reconciliation. But the question is, who are we reconcil- reconciling with if these apartheid perpetrators 
These people who killed our people are nowhere where we are. For how long are we going to be talking about this thing of reconciliation? And yet, these people have not openly disclosed as to what happened to Kwandambeki, for example, Jamambeki, for example, you know. And our people disappeared, with, and yet we are living with people who have a total foresight as to what happened there. They gave instruction, they killed our people. Why are we doing this to ourselves, Naya? Oh. For how long are we going to be doing this thing? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Thank you, Mastuan. But in all fairness, uh, while they're not saying anything about uh, Mbeki, uh, even Mr. Mbeki is not saying anything about the disappearance no, of his it's child. No, I understand. Naya, I understand. All I'm saying is... It's the, not about the Mbeki. I understand. It's up to us. Kwanda Mbeki and Jama Mbeki, they're speaking to us through their spirit. Okay? But if, if those were sitting on the tables... In the 1990s, feel no need to question or revisit historical archives. We will not blame them. But those of us who can feel, who can hear the, uh, the spirit of our ancestors will be able to stand up and articulate our pain and suffering. That continues. And part of that pain, now you must remember, that pain is being reinforced today. I declare denying that indeed apartheid was a crime against humanity. Got it, Today, got it. white people are going around the country insulting black people day in, day out. They are opening our, our wounds, the wounds that we want to heal, but they keep on opening them. What must we do? All right, got it, got it. Thank you very much. Appreciate your call, sir. Appreciate your call. I want us to go to Mr. Zungula because he's one of the people who is supporting the call for this Nobel Peace Prize to be taken away. Uh, can you confirm this, Mr. Uh, Zungula, and tell us why? Definitely, Naya. Um, the why is already answered in the sense that it's 2020 and you've got a person that is making... Um, insensitive remarks and not showing any remorse for the past pain that was caused to many black South Africans, which points to a wider problem that we have in society, whereby um, perhaps white people, when they make such statements, um, they go off scot-free. You'll remember last year there was a pastor, um, Pastor Angus, who spoke about Africaners and Jews having a covenant with God. Yeah. But even the Human Rights Commission did not make a comment, just like in the case of Declerc. Even the DA did not make a comment, but they are, very, they are the first ones to act in apology, meaning the reprimanding of people when they make mistakes is only reserved, for example, for black people. But white people, you'll have many organizations standing on their behalf asking for their forgiveness. So... South Africans, particularly black South Africans, have sacrificed a lot, have made a lot of compromises. Now is the time for people to be actually punished for their wrongdoing, which is the first step that needs to be done in the issue of Declerc. It is to strip him of his Nobel Prize and because clearly it shows that he did not mean it. when, uh, In fact, he does not deserve it because peace comes when a person admits his mistakes and is willing to learn from them. But if a person does not regard... But remember, but remember, Mr. Zungula... That clearly shows that he does not see it as something that is wrong and something that brought pain to South Africans. But, 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 but remember, Mr. Zungula, he was not given the, the prize because he apologized. He was not given the prize because of what he 
uh, felt or what he was saying he was feeling he was given the prize because of his actual deeds that collaborated with former president Nelson Mandela to bring about the, the demo, democratic uh, South Africa and that has not changed why would you mix his apology or lack of apology uh, to him uh, and his Nobel Peace Prize? It's as though you're mixing things that don't mix. Look, now, yeah. in, 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 during the times of apartheid, it is, it is common that many people, in fact, we know, it is black people that sacrificed. It is black people that compromised. Even the deals that we made um, in the Cordesa negotiations, it was a compromise from black people. Otherwise, what the likes of Okrizani have been fighting for was not realized. It was basically compromises. Therefore, by him being given um, the Nobel Peace, it was not a matter of his working together because he did not have to make any compromise. It is black people that needed to make compromises. What we're saying is that there should be punishment now for a person that is saying apartheid which caused so much harm to the people of our country was not a crime against humanity. Regardless who who gave him and for what reasons, but what we're saying now, 2020, which is 26 years later, a person must be able to own up to any mistake that he has made. And that is why we're saying the first point of departure is to strip him because he does not deserve the peace that he was given. Um, in, in um, the prize um, beginning like in 1990s. All right, thank you very much. I want to give Mr. Moody a parting shot as well. Mr. Moody, go ahead. Well, sir, the thing is that, um, you know, Mr. Duclerc played a very important role together with Nelson Mandela in bringing about the new South Africa that we have and facilitating a relatively peaceful transition. And we should never forget um, that contribution that he has made uh, to to South Africa. Um, and as I had said earlier on, from where I stand, and yes, um, I'm asking that um, I forgive him, and I've asked that we, as South Africans, because we are forgiving people. And I made reference to the um, Truth and Reconciliation Commission. So that is my stance, and, and, and I stand by it. And incidentally, I did write in my personal capacity, and yes, I'm the leader of the DA in the province of Gauteng, I did write, and I did challenge him last week on the statement that he had made. And it is, you know, because of his attrition, through, be it through his, through his foundation, um, that I have uh, made the school. All right, we're going to leave it right there on that note. John Moody and Vuyo Zungula, thank you very much for your time and your contributions. Thank you. Thank you. 16 minutes now after 11.